realizing it. Lighten up fatties when I'm blazing splits. I roll on extra fat so I can take fat hits. Smoke on the cat piss, pit mac and stack chips. Vapors in my lung, boy, I get it done. Take them hits from the bomb like my name was Chicha John. With the non-stop smoking, I cross the bridge to Oakland. Keeping it choking, big time West Coasting. Home of the purple, land of the graves. This is how the players hustle in the golden gates. We don't grind on the block, boy, we sell to the clubs. The dispensaries, where they always show love. Self does big fat buds to all of us thugs. Who be getting it done with five points on the run? Having too much fun stacking huns. All right, hey everybody, it's Monday at 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. A lot of comedians here frowning. I've seen some frowny, strange frowny faces tonight, but we're going to turn those frowns upside down with great help and uh, comments from their comedian peers here at Mutiny Radio. Please remember, it is a radio show, so when you give your comments, please do them into a microphone. That is helpful for our listening audience. Also, thank you so much for your donations to help keep the station alive. Those 2 to $5 really make a difference. And if you can't afford it, we don't care. Just take a picture on your phone and tag at Mutiny Radio SF. That is our Instagram tag, and we'd love you to follow us and post things and check out all the awesome shows that we have here on Mutiny Radio. We had 1 million downloads in July thanks to Watch and Learn. that uh, They had over 500,000 downloads of that podcast and boosted our numbers as a station. Uh, what a joy and wonderment to have so many open mics here at Mutiny Radio. So it's Monday. Time for the Joke Workshop. Please take notes, everybody. Pay attention to your fellow comedians. The show's as good as you make it. So if everyone's like, yeah, fuck you, then that's what the show will be like today. But I hope it's not like that because I ate a really spicy hot pepper and I started hallucinating and I was like, should I take these shrooms or are these hot peppers enough? I think if I'm being affected by hot peppers, I probably shouldn't be taking psilocybin mushrooms. Your first comedian of the night, though, man, he's going to shoot you up to the stars. Put your hands together for Orion Levine. Yes, you guys, welcome back to Mutiny Radio. I'm your host. Just, no, I'm not. I'm just going to do a few minutes. Hell yeah. Sub Hunter. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm happy. My brother's doing better than me, though. He owns a Tesla. But he's annoying about it, though. He still bikes to work every day. That'd be like if I was dating Beyonce, but fucking a bike. Yes. That was a laugh to cough. That's not a very good analogy. It's not. You're right. It'd be more like it'd be more like if if you got front row tickets to Beyonce, but instead you just hung out in the back fucking a bike. Yeah, I got yeah, I got brothers. I got an older brother and a younger brother. So yeah, I've tried to kill a man. Yeah. So there's an essential line that comes after this, I think. There could or could not be. Yeah, I don't know. That might sound a little harsh, but if you've played Monopoly with the two people you hate the most in the world, like, I think you understand what I'm saying, you know? I tried to kill my brother with a yardstick. Hit him right in the thigh. It, like, he was, you gotta understand, like, that doesn't sound that lethal, but he was, this was, like, in the, in the, in the peak of his 
basketball shorts phase, you know, smack the shit out of him. And like, you know, you know, when you remember things differently than they actually happened, like I know he didn't come close to dying, but like, I can't deny that I remember him dying a little bit, you know, like, like, like his heart probably stopped for like two or three minutes or however long it takes to smoke one of those bubblegum cigarettes, you know, while I was just watching. Or if you ask him, if you ask anyone else, really, like, I, I hit him with a yardstick, and then he cried, and then beat me up. That's what happened. Yeah. I'm looking for a job, man. <laughs> I, I, got, I, got, I got this job at this Catholic school, and they wanted to, they, I got the job and everything, and then they told me I couldn't work there unless I put my social media on private. Yeah. They're like, we really like you. But that video of you spying on that guy jerking off in the park, that's, it's really funny. Like, no, don't get me wrong. It's really funny, but you got to put on. So I chose my passion. You know what I mean? I went after my passion in the situation. It's turns out it's not even the kids we had to be worried. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't about the kids seeing the content. It was about the, it was about the parents seeing the content because these Catholic parents are are so nosy like the nosiest parents and like like I'm Jewish like my parents are nosy too just in the more literal sense and like that can't be I'll say I'll say this that can't be the end of the joke but that could be a fun that could be a fun tag is that am I getting feedback from the Jew already I, as a Jew what do you think yeah. That's fair. Can you say it in the mic for the listeners? <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? If you don't have anything, it's okay. I won't be hurt. You, we, we haven't even started. Everybody clap for Orion Levine. Clap, Clap for Orion Levine. And now we do real comments. They keep going. That one doesn't, that one's not on. Uh, it's not working? Yeah. Uh, okay. Try a different, any yeah. of the All other right. ones. All right, choose your words wisely, man. This is for, <laughs> this is this is on the record, motherfucker. Uh, okay, so officially, I'm a different, so, you know, do it, don't it, no. Uh, um, uh, you could, with the with the Catholic stuff, you could say, uh, like, shouldn't you guys be willing to, like, just forgive me or something? For, uh, yeah, because it's kind of a big part of their brand. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Hell yeah, thank you. Um I like stare at me like that again. <laughs> I liked the nose joke. I liked it a lot. I think you're too good looking to be a comedian. Um oh, shit. but that's like uh this I would make some mention of sociopath or, or Netflix serial killers. That joke about killing your brother, like it's I mean it's. I like that you're saying weird things, and I also have a brother, so I understand what it's like to want to kill someone. Um, but it gets kind of dark and weird, and I think a way to turn it around would be like, because I also watch a lot of serial killers being interviewed on Netflix right now. Like it's everywhere, and I'm like, how are they people or whatever. So yeah, I'd make some sort of like light mention of socio being a sociopath okay. or something. Cool. Thank you, Pam. Yeah. 
Oh, and what's your YouTube? Because I want to see this fucking video of you spying on people jerking off. Oh. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, it, life of trying. You should, YouTube. You should put that in your joke, too. Why not? Because it's... You know, I'm working up to, to eat that, the promo joke. Thank you. Yeah. I was just gonna ask that. You have a video of someone jerking, of you just spying on someone jerking off, dude. Yeah, less like uh, it's it's acting, so it didn't really happen. Oh, okay. But it's there. Hell yeah, you guys. I love you all. Good night. Oh, Ryan Levine, everyone, starting us off with great aplomb, exciting stuff. Your next comedian. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy like motion for Jeff Dean. I got them rapes like it's smuggles, making papers with all my hustlers, hitting the states with all my brothers and sisters. Hell yeah, give it up for Orion, everybody. Yes. My brother is also much more successful than me. I wish he was mean, you know? Because even that he's got on me. He's a nicer person. I, <laughs> he's an asshole. I, or, I, I wish. I don't know. Uh, I went to therapy about it, uh, but I was tricked into it. My dad, I was in college, he found out I was taking Adderall, and he was like, you've had ADD, I could tell, forever. So why don't we just take you to a psychologist and we'll get you Adderall? And uh, I was like, wow, this is a cool dad, you know? And uh, I went, and then after three sessions, the guy wanted to see if I was depressed, so he made me do four sessions. After three, he was like, okay, for this next part of the session, we're gonna bring your dad in. I didn't know my dad was there. Uh, like, we could have carpooled, you know? Um, so he brings, so my dad comes in, and obviously this is planned. My dad sits in, and he's the first one to speak. He's like, I want to talk about uh, Jeffrey's older brother. He's very successful. And uh, Jeff, you know, probably not going to be quite like him. Uh, and I just want him to know that we still love him, which was sweet of him. It really was. Um, you know, and I don't know. I learned a lot from therapy. I have much more empathy than I ever thought I would for Jeb Bush. For instance, that guy, you know, he's, he's, his, his older, or his brother was president. And he's like, fuck, how am I going to live up to that, you know? And then he was the worst president ever. And he was like, nice. <laughs> and then he's like, now I'm going to be president, you know? And then he ran and lost to the actual worst president ever. <laughs> Poor Jeb Bush, man, <laughs> that guy. I went to a doctor uh, for my back. I have had back problems for a long time. And I was like, yeah, I, found, I went to a back specialist. I thought, this guy's going to fix me. And uh, I, he cussed three times in the first session and then apologized after each cuss word. And it did not put me at ease. Um, not because he was cussing, but because he was apologizing. You know, I was like, this guy seems unsure of himself for a doctor. Um, like if he just cussed. I would have felt better. If he didn't apologize, I'd be like, this is a cool doctor, you know? Like, the, I'd be like, this is a, he plays by his own rules. This is like a CEO who has tattoos and microdoses. You know, I'd be like, I'll work 40 hours for that guy. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see here. I, uh, I got, uh, I've got a girlfriend I'm pretty excited about. She's great. We watch a lot of movies together. But we, you know, that's not all we do. We watch, we also watch TV shows. 
So pretty spontaneous people. Um, I, watching the first episode of a TV show is always nerve wracking because like, you know, say I like it and she doesn't like it. Then we have to watch a new TV show. You know, we can't keep watching it. But say she likes it and I don't like it. Then we got to watch all five seasons of the TV show, which, you know, not because not because, you know, she's overbearing, but I just wanted to respect my taste in TV shows. You know, I just I don't know. God damn it. How are you doing, Ian? Um, all right, I'm done. Yay, thank you. Yay, yay, Jeff Dean. I only have one note, uh, and it's that after you say, uh, your dad comes in, and then he says, I'd like to talk about Jeff's brother. He's really successful, and Jeff rides the bus. That I would put in, like, because you, you oh, said, you okay. didn't, you, you could have said anything funny there, and you just sort of, like, let it, and you said, yeah. like, and Jeff is unsuccessful, or something. But, like, I think that you could, and I, just because I saw you ride the bus today, so I think that's funny if your dad yeah. says, you know, his brother's really successful and Jeff rides the bus. Yeah. And then I'll get it Thank across. You. But other than that, I, both of those jokes, I, I, like, I've been hearing you work them out and I like both of them a lot as premises and where they're going. I really like the Jeb Bush joke. That's hilarious. Oh, um, but like you go into it with your dad comparing you and your brother. Like George Bush... W, I mean, George, George Sr. could yeah. also be brought into that joke. Ah. You know, like, how is he putting pressure on his sons to try That's to, like, funny. start more wars in each other or whatever it is? Yeah, I like that. Um, I like the, uh, I, I really like the Jeb Bush stuff also. Um, I think it could have just, I felt like it's missing, like, uh, just some, I don't know, one more punchline or something at the end mm-hmm. to, like... I don't know. It, it just felt like I thought you were going to, I don't know. It felt like I, I got nothing. So this isn't really helpful. I'm just telling you to do better. Um, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And also, I couldn't stop thinking um, the whole time. I, I, I was sitting looking at the side of your head how shiny your hair is. Oh, um, you. So you should do something about, uh, uh, oh, really? Yeah. You, should, you, you look like uh, a L'Oreal ad. So you should Thank do you. something with that. Yeah, yeah, that's my hot take for you. Develop that joke. Which one? The Jeb Bush joke. Okay, that was a good. Maybe add an analogy. Stay energetic. I don't know, but just keep that joke. Okay. That's a solid you. joke. <laughs> Fuck yeah, joke workshop. More about uh, Jeb and George. George was like a raging alcoholic, you know, yeah. for most of his life. And yeah, yeah, he was. He was like a big alcoholic. Yeah. And then Jeb's still the ugly one. <laughs> Did he? Jeb Bush? No. No, he didn't. No, you're thinking of... No, uh, it's Cheney. Ch- that's Cheney who shot someone in the face. Yeah. And then a uh, final shot. critique. Uh, could you be less handsome? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. They're putting us all off. <laughs> <laughs> guys. Put your hands together. Jeff Dean, everyone. Yay. He is incredibly good looking, isn't he? What? It's... I love objectifying men now. It's one of the best parts of feminism is that objectification didn't go away. We just get to do it equally. So he has such pretty hair. (laughs) Uh, Put your hands together for your next comedian. Everybody, it's Jared fucking Cena. What's up, everybody? All right, guys. So I didn't have a planned out set for today. I just decided, fuck it. I'm just going to go with my gut. And just just go with whatever I'm thinking of. But anyways, uh, you guys don't give a fuck about that. How's everybody doing today? Woo! All right. 
So I just got hired at Benihana's. And uh, I just wanted to ask, uh, is it me or does anyone else just fucking hate customers? Oh, okay. I guess it's just me then. <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't really have like jokes, but I'm just going to lay out some stuff. Hopefully you guys can give me some feedback. So I did this like Tinder set. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Um, so, I got, so I did this like Tinder set for like uh, two, two weeks straight but I could never really get my head around it. So story goes, so I used to use Tinder a lot. I was really fucking lonely. Um, but uh, but uh, so I would just swipe right on everybody. So just to see my options. And uh, uh, the girls that I matched with, fucking psychopaths. Uh, one of these girls, uh, uh, she messaged me straight off the bat. I want to punch you in the face. And that being my kink, I was just like, oh, fuck, yeah. All right, where do you want to meet up? And then I realized, oh, that's some girl that I used to make fun of a lot in the fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, that joke, I could just, that's a fucking gold story right there. That's an actual story. I have the, I have the screenshot of that shit and everything. I can show you guys, but I could just never get my head around that joke. So if I can just get feedback on that, that'd be fucking awesome. I give you a big fat kiss in the mouth. Especially you, dude. Right now? Yes. Oh, so are you not finishing your set? No, no, you no, no I'm gonna keep now? going. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, because you have two minutes left. Thank you. I got it. All right. Uh see what else I got. Um oh yeah, and there's also this other story. Um I got catfished. Uh I never really like to tell this to anyone unless I'm doing stand up. So it always makes me feel weird when I'm telling this story, but uh story goes, I was just I was swiping right on everybody. I matched up with this one white girl. Uh I I I thought it was a white girl. She was sending me she was like telling me like really freaky shit, calling me daddy. Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, telling me she wants to suck me and I probably should have been sussed out by that but you know me being like a raging body vacuum of hormones I was just like fuck yeah alright uh, <laughs> fuck yeah let's meet up then I realize or then she tells me oh by the way I'm actually a guy that's not actually me that's some girl on Google and uh, the bad thing about that was that she sent me booty pics or he. I don't know why I said she. And uh, I actually ended up saving that on my camera roll. <laughs> uh, so I really wish he told me about that. So I told him, no, I can't do that. I'm not gay. I know. I did wrestling in high school. So if you, if you guys know anything about wrestling, you'd fucking know about your sexuality by then. So I told him, no, couldn't happen, didn't happen. But I did keep the booty pics, though. It was hot by then, so. And also, I have this one joke. Uh, so a lot of other Asians always like to tell me that they just fucking hate white people. And I always like to think that's funny because I don't think they realize in Asian media that, like, they're actually trying to be white people. Like, if you guys, you guys watch anime? All right, well, they're big Naruto fans, and I don't know about you guys, but if you look at Naruto, like, that's a fucking white guy. <laughs> like... Uh, all right, I just like wrote that joke. I can never, I, I haven't read the punchline yet. That's my time, everybody. All right, feedback time. Fuck yeah. Jared, so, you know, uh, 
I felt like you were a little insensitive towards the trans community, and I'm not like a. Uh, if you're gonna go like blatantly not PC, it's gotta be super funny, so that it doesn't come off as, I don't know, kind of like uh, homophobic or that's not even transphobic kind of stuff. It, I, I just kind of look at. I mean, I guess I don't know how to, I don't, I'm not, and I'm not the PC police and I'm not usually like this, but I was, I was a little bit like, oh God, I'm glad you're here doing that in a safe space where you're looking for feedback. Because if you ever did that on stage somewhere else, you might like get kicked out and never be able to go back. Cause it sort of, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but I felt like it sort of almost burgeoned on a little hate speechy, but people can, you can tell me if you think I'm totally off base with this. I would, did anybody else, was anybody else uncomfortable with the it felt like anti-trans homophobia instead of like funny and no one's saying anything and I'm digging myself in a hole but um, I mean I mean if, if, if the only joke is like a dude it's a dude and I thought it was a woman then yeah but then you're just laughing at the fact that I, dudes want to fuck you but, but I, I think isn't the conf- I think there is confusion that you weren't talking to a trans woman you were talking to a person a catfish or a, a, yes. a man who presents as a I male I don't know if that was a trans be, woman Oh, okay. I was. Conf- uh, yeah, you so, might. I mean, there might have been a, some mix up in in the communication of that. Okay, so just you know. Be careful okay, you know. I I always tell this joke here, and I was always wondering why I never got that, why it never responds well, and like why no one would want to give me feedback. So actually, thank you. I should probably clear that up. <laughs> I just didn't know where you were going. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, honestly, I don't, oh, this joke wasn't really developed that well. So. I don't know what catfishing is either. So I mean, for me, like, I don't even. I thought that that's when I don't. It means like really, someone got the pics off of Google. Like it's a yeah. totally different. Person. And they're doing it for promotion or just no, for what like, for what reason? Like just, just, di- to, just to mess with people a oh. lot of the time, or or to like steal money from them or something. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I would like you know post, like if it was me posting pictures of like Britney Spears or something claiming that was me and oh. messaging men trying to saying hey buy my new album right now online or like I'm or just Tom, send me money on PayPal or just send me or, money yeah, okay yeah, gotcha yeah, gotcha, yes. gotcha or like I'm sure. Tom Cruise or like oh, okay it's just claiming you're someone you're not on the internet but yeah you might want to make that clear so people are aware it's not a trans okay I'm sorry everyone if you got no, no, like a bad feeling no, I'm sorry I'm I don't have anything against trans people I love everybody. <laughs> Other comments? Um, the, so I, I agree. I think we just misunderstood what you were saying. And if you if you was trans, everybody cringes. Um, so um, on the beginning where you just talked about being in the service industry, um, or sorry, you working at Benihana, I think it would have been a good like opener to ask the crowd, like, has anybody done the service industry in like the Bay Area? Um, I think people would probably like already connect with you, and then you can be like, aren't people the worst? You know, and people would probably go along with that. Um, and then with the punch in the face thing, I actually do think that's an amazing story. Thank you. Um, I know. That's a great <laughs> joke. I can never find the punchline for that. You can get there. I, I think we needed more of a buildup and you like really tell us the process of seeing her and how attractive she was. And then you asked her, what is she like? She said, I want to punch you in the face. You met up. She actually punched you in the face. And then you found out um, it wasn't a kink. It was because you're an asshole. Um, you know, just... I don't know if that was your feedback too, but anyway. Thank you so much. I wanted feedback on that joke specifically. Thank you a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, that was pretty much my feedback was uh, more of a buildup. Because <clears throat> I think that's a pretty interesting story on Tinder, right? Most 
it's a unique story that not a lot of people have. Maybe if you talked more about, uh, I don't know, maybe you exaggerate a little bit and you, maybe you have like a conversation with her first and then the surprise is that um, maybe you guys tell embarrassing stories to each other and then yeah. your embarrassing story is how you punched her in the face <laughs> and then she says like, oh, well, that's funny, that yeah. was me and then that's the surprise. I actually have I a punchline for that. Uh, this could make me seem like an asshole. It's just a, like, okay, um, so so the joke goes. I, I, we we're actually, we're, we're at nine minutes and we just don't have time because it's supposed to be eight minutes a person. We've already taken an extra minute. So everybody clap wildly for Jared. Thank you, everybody. Yay. Sorry about that. We can only allot eight minutes per person. You're an ex-comedian. It's lovely to see him. Put your hands together for Tito Gonzalez. Hell yeah. I, uh, man, I'm pretty sure my mom tried to poison me the other day. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Cause like I, you know, I live in a Latino household, and like we recycle in this weirdest way. Like at least my mom does. Like my mom will put fluids in bottles that aren't what they say they are. <laughs> and like one night, uh, I wake up and I go into the kitchen, man. I'm like super thirsty. I just see the Snapple, and it's like watermelon Snapple. I was like, fuck, man, I've never had this flavor. And I was so excited. I just run in there, like you know when you drink something with like so like too much confidence, and you don't know what it is. You ever done that? I just like cracked, cracked it open, wham, just took it back, and it was just all olive oil. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like I've never been more scared in my life. I'm like, I've never had that much olive oil with like no <laughs> breadsticks in sight, you know? I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. I was so scared, too, you know? I was just like, fuck, I don't, damn, stuff like that. <laughs> and I was just like, mom, like I don't know how long I have to live. This has never happened. And I got so scared that I started like looking up like, yeah, what the fuck happens when you drink olive oil? And this <laughs> shit's so good for you. It's good for your heart. It's good for your liver. It's good for your hair. I was like, damn. I got super excited, man. So I just started putting ice in it. <laughs> just started making drinks. Dope. <laughs> and I had like a couple questions too. I was like, yo, how broke are we that my mom is like going to door to door? Like, you got some olive oil? Fuck. <laughs> like, you got a bottle? I got a Snapple bottle? Fuck it. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I feel like I've been losing friends a little bit. Every, like, ever since I became a mechanic, like, slowly, I feel like my friends have just started to become my customers. <laughs> like, I, like, I have friends that hit me up out of nowhere that I haven't, like, talked to in a while. I'm like, yo, dude, how you been? Uh, let me come pick you up, man. We'll go to McDonald's. I'm like, oh, fuck, I love McDonald's. You guys like McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah, you guys aren't those, like, oh, we don't like fast food type people, right? That's good, because I fucking hate, like, that shit. It's like, why do you complain about fast food? People are like, ah. I ate fast food and I feel bad. It's like, yeah, fucker, that's because you got to keep eating it. <laughs> right? Like, the first time you go to the gym, dude, you're going to be sore. <laughs> so I have, like, friends pick me up and then, like, like, all right, man, yeah, Tito, get in. We're going to go to McDonald's. And I'm like, dude, we, we passed it. We passed McDonald's. <laughs> and then it's just, like, going over speed bumps way too fast. Like, dude, do you, do you hear that noise? I'm like, I thought we were going to McDonald's, man. He's like, no, man, you hear that noise? There's something wrong with my car. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I know what that noise is, man. I was like, what's that noise? Like, that's the noise of our friendship ending. <laughs> that's a <laughs> But then what is happening? But then uh, then I get jealous, though, like when, other, when like my friends will go to other mechanics that aren't me to get their car fixed. That I feel like I'm being cheated on, you know? 
<laughs> I just gotta be like, damn. Well, how was he? <laughs> he changed your water pump. I love changing your water pump. <laughs> right? Oh man. Um, I don't know. I was thinking, uh, like, how does how do superheroes like call in for life insurance? <laughs> right? Like, they all gotta have some sort of life insurance plan. Right, can you imagine like Spider-Man calling in, just like, yeah, I'm looking for a cheap life insurance. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm a superhero. I'm oftenly, I don't know, I fight a lot. You got, <laughs> I need a good plan. <laughs> Damn it, I can't get that one. I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, dude, I I ran into a, an old friend of mine from my second grade. And uh, this, it, like, it reminded me exactly why we were best friends. Because uh, we haven't seen each other in like 17 years. We got together again. And we had like two completely different lives. And uh, this fool has been through shit. He was like a pimp for a while. <laughs> and, uh, and he got shot. It's, uh, it was like a crazy story. He's like, yeah, I got these hoes. And I lost one. Had to go try to chase one. <laughs> and he's like, and then I got shot. I was like, fuck. But the best part about it was like his like confidence. He was like, yeah, I got shot. But I knew I wasn't gonna die though. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's exactly why I love that guy. Um, yeah, that's that. Yay, Tito Gonzalez! Yay! I would loop back on that last joke too because he's a superhero or something. Like he just thought he wasn't gonna die because he's like Superman or whatever, and it's a special insurance. I, I love that premise, though, the Spider-Man insurance premise or the superhero insurance. I think it's great. And you just have to think of things like you want a small copay or for broken yeah, yeah. free casts, for broken bones, or falling from heights, like something like that. Or like free radiation because they're, he's a radioactive spider. I, I don't know. Like There's got to be something with insurance. Oh, yeah, and it's, I, think, I think it's a great, great premise, though. Well, I, I just have, what a, as, a, as a diehard uh, comic book fan, yeah, I, I hate to bring the mood down, but... Uh, was it a spy, you said Spider-Man last time. Well, I, Spider-Man, but what did he use his secret identity as Peter Parker? Oh, shit! Would he call up and say, I am Spider-Man? <laughs> I'm just, it's just, a, it's a, it, this is a super comic book nerd thing. I, I know. It absolutely makes sense, though, because then Peter Parker needs insurance, and he needs special insurance, and he's like, That's, uh, I need against for radiation with spider bites. I guess, yeah, that might or, be a way. If, if Peter Parker is really specific, yeah. like, I need insurance in case a man with a mechanical octopus arms attacks me. <laughs> right. And I'm, that's, that's oddly specific, Peter Parker. Or, okay. yeah, so, or, like, or... Just make it really specific to if a man dressed like a rhino stabs me <laughs> with his... Okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or it's still, like, it's Peter Parker or buying it but yeah. and then um the the stuff of your friends like being nice to you to get i think that's super funny uh -huh. i think there's just there's probably more there's there more, yeah. yeah like i i would go a whole of them like whining and dining like taking you out on the town and like oh, yeah. you know or i i don't know what but i just i feel like it's a really good premise because yeah. i totally with my friend who cuts hair i do that too i never talk to her and then, and then when it's time for a haircut i hit her up I'm like hey what can i buy dinner and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um Anyway, Going back to the superhero one, you could say something like, insurance premiums for superheroes must be super high, or like uh, they have a, a pre-existing condition, something like that. Yeah. Spider bites. Put your hands together, everybody. Tito Gonzalez, yay! Great premises, yay. I also liked your pro-McDonald's argument. I was like, yeah, okay, because I, 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 I'm usually one of those people that's like, eh, McDonald's is trash but man if you gotta you just gotta keep at it uh all right 
Thanks, everybody, for giving great comments here on Joke Workshop. Your next comedian. Keep it up. It's Hunter Uniac. You can say I'm on when I'm gone off the cushion. You can say I'm Fuck on yeah, when people. I'm gone. Started going to the gym recently. That's kind of weird. You know, I don't look like I'm wearing, I'm a comic on stage wearing a sweatpants. I feel like that's the lowest end of the totem pole in stand up comedy right now. You know, but it's weird. Like, I have nothing about the gym shit. I was going to try to riff with a new j- joke. Didn't fucking work. Let's go into new shit I wrote. I, uh, anybody here an older, anybody here a sibling? Like the eldest sibling? Yeah. You see that? Quirk, the only reason you're applauding is you're old enough that your kids die, that your brothers died. Everybody else just raise their hands quietly because, you know, they didn't want to deal with their little brothers or si- sisters. Like, it's weird. Like, my dad, he sat down on the foot of my bed when I was five years old to ask me, hey, son, do you want to be a big brother? Well, like, he idly fondled, like, toyed with my, uh, fa- my baseball glove. That's a weird fucking moment being five years old. My father pretty much sat down on my bed, fondled my favorite possession, looked me dead in the eyes and went, is it cool if I can raw dog your mom? And then sat there awkwardly for like 30 seconds trying try to keep the fucking eye contact. I'm uncomfortable making eye contact with you right now, Allison. It's fucking, it's weird. It's a weird fucking question. Like, I didn't even know what raw dogging meant. You know, I was, I was like, my biggest problem, because I, I was five years old, my biggest problem was in preschool was figuring out fucking shapes. And now he's giving me all the control of the Chinese government. Like, do you want another kid? I'm not the fucking one to ask. You know, it's just it's fucking weird, man. It is. I didn't know what raw dog meant, so I pretty much went, Dad, if you eat a raw hot dog, you're going to get sick. <laughs> and he goes, no, your mom's going to be the one puking for the next three months. Oh, you're going, oh, I had to fucking live through this shit, Pam. <laughs> fucking horrible. You guys understand why I'm angry right now. It's weird, though, guys. It is. I do love my little brothers, though. I do. It's just weird connecting with them with that traumatic memory in my head for the rest of my life. You know, I'm, I'm, I got two little brothers. One's 19. 275, six foot four. The other's 15, six foot two, 225. Yeah, exactly. I'm the runt of the litter and I'm six foot tall, 190. All right, I have a Napoleon complex at like the perfect height that woman would want in a Tinder match. It's fucking horrible. It is, dude. It is. Like, Allison, do you know where I can get some platform shoes or some shit just to go for from like family pictures or something? Um. It's a rhetorical question, don't answer. I saw you going through that thought process. Like, what would look good on you? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's weird, though. It is. I do love my family. Um, trying to be topical. Anybody here watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yay. It's weird, though. I know it's been over, but, like, I just finished, you know, the last season. And, like, Game of Thrones is my favorite TV show because it combines my two favorite genres. And, you know, t- television, just redneck trailer trash park stories and um, sci-fi and uh, medieval fantasy. You know, just look at, the, look at the Starks, all right? Very obvious, Jon Snow fucked his aunt. It's obvious, all right? Sansa Stark, two failed marriages, one of them to a midget. Then you get, uh, what's her name? B- oh, sorry, what's his name, Bran Stark? The only reason he's crippled is because he caught his aunt and uncle fucking because he decided to climb a tree. And then, um, what's the last one? This is why you don't do comedy once a fucking week anymore, people. And then you get, uh, oh yeah, Arya Stark, she's my favorite. She just has a fucking mullet. Like she does. That's she's my favorite. She's a fucking sweetheart. She is. There's no punchlines to that bit, but we'll get there. That's why I'm doing this right now. <laughs> it's weird though, guys. Let's talk more about fitness shit. Like I'm people always go to the gym to try to like lose weight. You know, they try to get like a six pack, you know, they try to be all buff, but then they eat fucking salads. Like, you know you have to like eat more food to gain weight, to gain muscle, right? It's fucking weird. I know you're nodding one, you fucking jacked motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I bet you if we took off your shirt, it'd just be a Photoshop ad right there. 
I don't know. Why am I so mad today, dude? I had a good day. You know what I did today? I did nothing. That's a good fucking day. I did. I did. I love. That's hilarious. It's fucking every comic in a Monday open mic applauding me for doing nothing. That's a highlight of my set because that's really all we want to do with com- stand-up comedy. Just do a show, do a couple of shows at night, get paid for it, so you can do nothing for the rest of the fucking day. Thanks. For the, thanks for talking to my TED Talk, guys. That's uh. Did I get the uh little honky honk thing, Pam? Okay, well, I could end on a minute of awkward silence, but I'm going to give the time back to the room. That's my time, guys. Yay, Elder Uniac. I think once a week suits you. You seem very comfortable on stage and like you were having a really good time. And I'm, I think the perspective joke about your brothers is very funny as a because you are, you're like a big guy and that you see yourself as a runt is very cute. And I like the puking pregnancy joke and you didn't spell it out, but I got it and I laughed. I didn't. Okay, has to be more clear. Well, I mean, I thought it was pretty. I mean, I got it pretty clearly, but I was like, I was like, did other people not think it's funny because they didn't get it, or they just did? I just thought that I thought. All it was right, funny. right, right. Let's let's give a little survey to the room. Do you guys think it's not funny, or do you get it? I didn't. Get, I didn't catch it. Fuck you. Don't answer the question. I wanted you to spell out that pregnant women puke a lot. Okay. It's like a symptom. Is okay. Yeah. I should. Oh, maybe, maybe because they puke a lot. Maybe because I was so young, I should think that every time my mom looks at me, she pukes. Yeah. And that's that creates like a weird little thing in my head, you know? It's just that you. He didn't say raw dog. He didn't. I know. So if you want us to be on board with that whole part with the hot dog thing, you have to be like, no, like that's really what he said. Uh, okay. How about? You have to be like, he could have said, do you want a little brother? But instead, he was like, hey, can I raw dog your mom? Like, I mean, You're otherwise right. we're just like, right. okay, how about? We're in like fantasy. Land yeah, how about this then? It's a, uh, he says, like, I do want to be a big brother. And I'm like, how do you ha- get a big brother? How do you get a little brother? And he, and he was wasted, so he's like, a real dog. Yeah, mom. there we go. There we go. Kind of like this mitt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've never seen Game of Thrones. I don't know statistically how many people haven't seen it, but there might be a way there might be a way that you can include people that haven't seen the show okay and on the joke somehow, but yeah, you, nobody who got the who saw the show laughed either, so yeah. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Thank you for that. Okay. Um, on the subject of raw dogging, um, <laughs> I... That's <laughs> <laughs> how you said that. Um, I, I, I like the, the joke. I think um, even expanding it past you, like what is it nobody in this country thinks about when you ask your child if they want you know, another sibling, what that means, like, and you could almost be like, you know, you're t- we're all told our whole adolescence, don't raw dog, don't raw dog, and then, you know, I don't know. Maybe you could like sort of yeah. laugh there. Uh, I was going to make a, first of all, thanks for keeping my name out there. Uh, no, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Stand away from the window, Matt. It's like, if you are going to do the Game of Thrones stuff, make sure you get like the, the, the stuff right. You're going to probably run into a pack of nerds who know yeah. anything about Game of Thrones. Like it wasn't his aunt and uncle. It was a tower that he climbed. It was, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, just it was get, his, aunt and, his future aunt and uncle-in-law. You're right. Yeah. Just get, get that stuff straight. That's all. Okay. I have two things. One for that feedback. Uh, for those nerds, if that's a new angle, instead of appeasing them, make fun of them. Like, in case they, they just go after you. You're right. I feel like that would be funny. Second, uh, so just want to be clear. Uh, you the older brother or little brother in that joke? I'm the eldest. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, like, if you're a little brother, like, because I'm a little brother, and, like, I, you would just, you're just like... L- Sorry. I'm just little yeah. in general. I was going to say it, but <laughs> it's feedback. I'm trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, yeah. That you, that look like I hate being called little bro. So that could be a perspective, but I don't know. 
right. Good set, dude. Thank you. Is, uh, I would say uh, don't go after nerds uh, because they're nice people who are deserving of love. Fuck you, nerd. Uh, Fuck you, nerd. Uh, Fuck you. Everybody boo Ian. <laughs> go back to your Magic the Gathering shit you were talking about uh, earlier. I love Magic the Gathering. Don't get on Magic the Gathering. I play that game too. It's I still game. have my cards. I have yeah, my you cards. Have yours? You can we'll, fu- we'll fucking nerd out one day. You just attack nerds. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do... Um, Live, I, I want to do, I've done a couple live on the air and they're really fun. Um, I play Magic the Gathering with people in the studio and it's really fun. If any of you guys ever want to come in Wednesdays. If you have nothing to do on a Wednesday at 3 o'clock, come play Magic with me in here. <laughs> all right. But you have to do all the voices. We have to read all the quotes at the bottom of the cards with funny voices. Okay. It's a lot of fun for ma- anybody. That goes out for anybody. If anyone wants to play Magic the Gathering, just bring a deck here on Wednesdays Pam at 3 friends. o'clock. I love I like playing games that prove that I'm smarter than you. Uh, any other, <laughs> any other, uh, any other comments for you, Hunter Uniac? All right, thanks, Wild guys. Wild clapping, Hunter Uniac. Uh, that's how it works. That's so great. Your next comedian. I'm so excited. We've got some ladies in the house tonight. Clap your hands wildly for Marcy Rogo. Yay for uteruses. Okay. Hey, Marty. Um, so I got fired for the first time ever about a month ago. Thank you. Thank you. We knew it. This is how I finally feel like I'm. I'm like making comic friends. Um, and uh, it basically what happened was this team in Florida like aligned against me. They made an alliance because uh, get this, I was too collaborative too early. Yeah, yeah, no, th- exactly, exactly. It, it means that Florida is, a, is an armpit and should be wiped off the face of the planet. Um, but we knew this, right? I mean, it would be nice if somebody would just get rid of them. Enter Hurricane Dorian. Thank you very much. Um, Yes, I mean, look, not to be morbid, but there's a reason that hurricanes always come to Florida. There's, I mean, there's, there's something with the like most like gun owners, racist people that shoot each other for a chicken nugget upset. Um, And 2020 is an election year. Uh, So maybe this is um, God's work and we should let, let it happen. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I actually wonder if it is a coincidence that California sort of gets like a rumble every so often, um, but hurricanes and tornadoes take over the South and and take lives. Uh, Maybe I'm getting too morbid about killing people from Florida. We'll we'll work on that one. Um, Does anybody, probably not, but let me see if anybody in this room knows that you have to apply to preschool these days around a year old. Oh yeah, you have to apply as as if you're applying to college. Um, literally, like a hundred dollars for the application um, for someone who even can't even control their own bowels yet. Um, but but this is the greatest part. There's like about thirty questions, and um, one of the questions is, "What are three words that describe your child?" Three adjectives. Sorry, um, <laughs> and it's like, what 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 do you even say to this? I feel like. You know, in my mind, there's only one option. It's like, well, hungry, bored, uh, crying. Um, but uh, it could be a trick question. I know Jessica from the Marina is putting like charismatic, shrewd, enigmatic, etc. Um, or maybe it's a way to like get out the autistic kids. Um, you know, like if it says like um, quiet, antisocial, like really good at calculus. 
Um, but but the la you know who is going to have the last laugh is the autistic kids because they're the ones that are making millions of dollars that would, they would later donate to the preschool. Um, I think that's all I got. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna stop there. Oh, the Marcy money. Rogo! Wait, I could listen to her talk about politics forever. Yay! Yeah, I'm gonna put the sorry. I'm gonna put the money in after I get down. It's in my purse. Oh, it's all, hey, it's all good. It's cute yoga pants. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to boxing after this. Oh, uh, rad. I hate men. Oh. Um, <laughs> just, just Trump. Just Trump. <laughs> Got to learn how to protect ourselves in this crazy Trumpian rapey age. Right? Right? Yeah. Keep, keeping my um, IUD till 2020 for sure. <laughs> um, okay. Any feedback? Critical is uh, welcomed. Go uh, I like the too, too collaborative too early. It feels like you could have gone somewhere with that. Like... It was someone like like you walked up to a group of kids at the schoolyard and like try to make friends. They're like, no, you don't make friends this quickly. Like like this. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Some some kind of comparison because there is something to go with there. Otherwise, it's just something you're talking about that you don't really like build on at all. Um, but with Florida, I I feel like it's like a chicken or the egg thing, right? Like, is there hurricanes there because of all the shitty people, or is it just shitty people there because there's so many hurricanes there? Right, like which which one came first? Like, did it blow away all the normal people? Did the hurricanes blow the gators into Florida, or did like the Florida? I don't know. Something, something to think about there. Uh, and the the bit about I, I did have a funny experience when I was in Virginia one time, and a woman said, you know, like there's a tornado coming through like that day, and and I was like, oh, this is crazy. You guys have this all, have this all the time. Like, and she's like, and the waitress is like, yeah, but you're from California. You guys got all those earthquakes. I'm like. If we had earthquakes as much as these fuckers had, like, hurricanes and tornadoes, no one would live there. Like, that's the whole point. Yeah, I actually brought disasters. that up the first time I tried this, that people from other states don't move here because they're horrified of earthquakes, which is really actually yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you know what? We don't name our earthquakes, so <laughs> yeah, that's, right. that's yeah. probably a pretty good indicator good that it's one. not a big deal. Um, and then your three descriptors for the preschoolers, it just... I thought it might be funny if it's like it's like you just realize it's just a bunch of people like describing themselves and like trying to project themselves under their kid, and so that's why like you would put just like bored, hungry, and sleepy or something like that. Nice. Like you just ended up describing yourself or something like that. I don't know. Good shit, Marty. Thank yeah. you. That is a very philosophical insight on hurricanes I have ever heard. <laughs> Chicken or the egg? Wow. It's pretty deep. And deep. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I love the opener. I just got fired for the first time. Thanks. Great way. I'm sorry for your loss, by the way. All good. Hey, it's all good. I'm I got fired like three times. So oh, like, okay. You beat me. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I feel your pain. Uh, anyways, yeah. I just go. I feel like if you just go into that, because if you start off with that, like that opener, like everything else will just follow. Uh, especially the collaborative like what that guy said basically what I'm saying what that guy said yeah. just go into that opener cool thanks uh, I, oh go ahead oh, Allison sorry no. my head kind of went to the same place when you were talking shit about Florida and that's why they get hurricanes because I was thinking how there's there's an earthquake we're just kind of like oh and that, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like all that but I mean you don't I'm, we're also very pretentious so you could, you could just like act like see we're better than them and that's why we only get earthquakes yeah no but as long as we know we're not a coincidence at us being pretentious <laughs> you know <laughs> no you're right you're right i gotta build that out as like the non-coincidence that like hurricanes will go to where like the white people with guns are and to add to that you could even say like oh yeah when i'm lying in bed i get a little massage while i lie there good one yeah. redhead guy thank you <laughs> yeah. i was thinking something about the 
you collaborate too much too early. There's got to be a joke, a poly joke in there about San Francisco oh, or like that. Yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> but something like, I don't know, not that every joke has to be sexual, but I think there could be like s- sort of a, some sort of mention yeah. of what, cause I, I'm like collaborate too early. What is, what is that? What does that mean exactly? Like, and I think there's something funny there that you can, the truth is I, I sent follow-up emails too quickly to try to get work um, done for them, um, which is so boring. So I think it's way right. funnier to do, yeah, something like people think it's about work, and then I could say, well, we were having a, they were doing a circle jerk, and I just wanted to get in on it. Right, you know, sure. Because it's Florida, and things are terrible. Exactly. Okay. okay, cool. Okay, yay. Awesome. Thanks, Pam. Yay. Any other comments? Marcy Rogo, everyone. Woo! coming to Mutiny Radio. I love it. Your next comedian. Uh, he's a really funny guy. And I actually get the, I get to be on a show with him coming up on October 20th at Cobbs. So come be on my free guest list. <laughs> but he's gonna, he's gonna be great right now. Uh, keep taking notes and being awesome. It's Marty Cunney. Cause flower power's on the radio now. And everyone migrating in from out of town. This for the end of uh, you guys can get on Pam's guest list for October 20th. Mine's for September 20th. So that'll be, you guys can go ahead and jump on that. That'd be great. Uh, I've got a girlfriend now, which is great. Uh, uh, it's fantastic. I've found out a lot of things uh, from having this girlfriend. I found out apparently that fucking me is a public service because that's what everybody tells her. Uh, thanks a lot, fucking strangers. I, get the fuck out of my... Like, I guess I'm that guy that like people are like, well, thanks for taking this guy out of the dating pool. He was standing too close to everyone's drinks. Like, I don't know. That's some bullshit. Uh, but the relationship's going well. Uh, you can tell the relationship's going well because I... Have a mustache. That's right, guys. This is the greatest sign of commitment a man can give a woman. Because it's like saying, babe, don't worry. I'm going to go out with the fellas. I'm going to have a good time. And no one's going to try and fuck me. All right? This is, this is the best part. But the best part about it, flip side, it says, fellas, offer me drugs. I'll do them. Okay? I'm not a cop. I'm not that cool. Um, yeah, the, must- the mustache is the sweatpants of the face, right? Just lets people know that I don't care anymore. I don't have to give a fuck. Leave me alone. Um... I went to Burning Man recently. You all save your booze for later. I uh, I really go out there for the comedy because I saw one of the funniest things I've ever seen at Burning Man. Uh, one day I walked into the bathroom, and lo and behold, there was a piece of shit shaped like a penis. And sorry, guys, that's as good as comedy gets. I don't know, I even know what I'm doing up here. I've seen the top of Olympus, okay, and it's beautiful. And I was so excited. I wanted to go tell my friends all this. And I was running out of the bathroom, hurrying up. Like, I was carrying the fire down from Mount Olympus. And I saw my friends. Now, something that was a problem about Burning Man is that, uh, you know, after five days of doing drugs, uh, your speech centers don't work so well. And so I was so excited. Got everyone's attention. Tried to tell them, guys, guys, listen. There's a dick-flavored shit in the bathroom. (laughs) Slip of the tongue, guys. I'm never going to live that one down with my friends. Um, Whoops-a-daisy. I like to travel with my girlfriend. It's a lot of fun. Uh, You guys, when you travel, do you like to travel at all? Sure. Do you you typically stay in hotels when you travel? Are you a hotel guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, one of the two, right? 
I, I, I prefer hotels because hotel sex is the best sex there is. You know, I'm traveling with a partner, so we get that special mix of uh, familiarity and anonymity, right? Like we can like meet each other at the bar, like we don't know who each other are, and go up and just wreck that fucking room, right? Because we don't got to clean it up, you know. We got a beautiful view of the city. It's wonderful. Airbnb sex is not the same as hotel sex, all right? It feels like I'm just breaking into someone's house to fuck, right? It's awkward, right? I'm turning down pictures of people's families like I'm Joe Pesci in Casino. It's so weird. Uh, I had the, wor- the worst experience I had was uh, I was... I forgot that, you know, oftentimes, like, the owner of the Airbnb is, like, staying on site. And it turned out the guy was staying next door to us. And we got a review the next day that just said, this is a very passionate and loving couple. That was all it said. I was like, oh, no. He was listening to everything. But five stars. So at least he had a good time. Um, what else with me? Guys, I, uh, yeah, I like to travel with my girlfriend. We, uh... We go to new cities. We know we like to see the sites, but more importantly, we like to see the real people. So we downloaded the Citizen app. Are you guys familiar with the Citizen app? Uh, what it is, it's basically a police blotter that goes directly to your phone. So it'll tell you, like, stabbing 300 feet away. And you're like, babe, let's get our jackets and go check this shit out, right? Because this, fuck cutting the cord for Netflix and Amazon Prime and whatever. I'm going to take it to the streets and see the real shit. I don't even need live PD. I am live PD, right? And the citizen even has an option that if you see a crime happening in progress, you can live stream it to other people with the citizen app, right? It's the craziest shit. It's like World Star Hip Hop meets Amber Alert. It's so cool. Uh, Like, do you want to tune into, you know, the same old crackhead getting beat up on cops? Or do you want to see a forklift flipping trucks next to the Costco and Soma? Because I got you covered, okay? That's that's what I've got. That's my time, guys. Thanks so much. Kush, Marty Gunny, everyone. Comments. Uh, on, the, on the Burning Man one, uh, about the bathroom, I think you could start off with something like, maybe you were uh, didn't know that you just couldn't shit anywhere at Burning Man. I don't know. Like, did you guys know that there's actually bathrooms at Burning Man? I don't know. It's like it's, it's like the only party? reason you have to pay for your ticket. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're. I mean, it's a porta potty, not a bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like shitting jokes, but I mean, how are you seeing this di- dick-shaped shit so well when it's a porta potty? Like, how high on acid were you? How far were you putting your head down? Somebody put a light in there. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little more explanation, because I'm like, there's no bathrooms. Uh, porta potties. Porta potty. Right, yeah. But then there's something there, like you are. Sick. Yeah, I agree. I don't know where about is it? you, is it but whenever seat? I get high at a festival, my drugs always hit in the porta potty. Yeah, like that's, that's where I start hallucinating, <laughs> and it's that's like, oh shit! You come out of the bathroom and you're like, now I'm hallucinating. Like, why the fuck did I have to start there? You know. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Yeah. And then again, chicken or the egg? Is it the bathroom or is it the drugs? Like, what's what's really doing this to me here? Cool. Thanks. Hey, I don't know if this is um, so horrible to say, especially on the radio, but um, your public service or how your girlfriend is public service. Um, I, I know your girlfriend's a woman of color, so perhaps it's public service because you're a white dude, and and now that's something that's really just community service because nobody wants to do it. Um, just something to think about. Okay. Um, and then, um, then uh, oh, the mustache thing. So your beard's growing in, and from 
like any distance that's not yeah super usually close i'd have you. it more trimmed okay yeah yeah just, just making sure if you do that in a show yeah just have that stash out there because i was like confused that it was a beard um I you're lucky so guy well i, I stash I, I i tuck the mustache into a, a beard and so it creeps people out less for some reason and i don't understand it it is less creepy when it's in when there's the like st- when there's stubble and mustache people don't seem to mind as much when it's just mustache I guess it's less copy or something. I don't know. Interesting. No, I think it's because if you have a mustache and you don't have stubble, that means you're working to just have a yeah. mustache. There's like a there's like a level of commitment yeah, but I have like there. A and it's creepy. Beard, then I'm working to have a beard and a mustache. I'm working twice That's as not hard. Creepy. To hide this mustache. It's, yeah, it's, it's only not creepy if you're clean shaven with just a stubble. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, it means you're really trying also, just for the stubble. Your beard grows in like in three hours. So like yeah, even it's also when, not helpful. So like basically, <laughs> no, basically, if you have a show, you need to just shave like an hour before. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's not gonna work. Just walking all the way. Um. I'm just trying to support you here. Thank um, you. Thank you. So the poop thing is um, it really um, a great story. I don't know anything about Bernie Man, so that was beyond my understanding, the doubt. But um, I know that men tend to like text each other their poop, pictures of their poop. So is there something there where you you were like, this is the poop of all time, and you were going to like win the poop award, but at Burning Man there's no phones, and so you never got a picture of it. Maybe there's something there. Um, yeah, it's like it's like a Sasquatch that I'm like trying to convince right. people existed. And it wasn't from the drugs. You just like you know yeah. you swear no, this happened. No, it wasn't the acid. It was shaped like a yeah. dick. Um, and then I love. I just want you to know I love the Airbnb sex versus hotel sex. I don't really have any additions right now, but I really hope that you continue with that. Yeah, one. I'm trying to. It feels like it feels like it needs one or two more tags for the Airbnb part, and maybe a better lead-in with the hotel stuff. But I can't yeah, decide. Like I can't. I, I, I'm always trying to decide between brevity. And, you know, tags, you know. You can try as many as possible. I think See what awesome. happens. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Put your hands together, everybody. Thanks, Marty Cunny. Rolling the freshest vines, smoking the fattest dimes. He came back from Burning Man only a week ago, and he seems like a normal person. Congratulations. Quick turnaround time. Your next comedian. Always a pleasure to have her in the house. She's part of Hella Funny. Put your hands together for Allison Hooker. My friend's boss uh, went to Burning Man and a friend of mine was all excited. She was like, oh, I think it's going to mellow her out because she's kind of a psycho. And she came back and she was like, I had an epiphany at Burning Man. And it's like everyone who worked for, with her was like, oh, fuck yeah, what was the epiphany? Like, this is going to be good. She's like, I had an epiphany high on drugs about how to run this company more efficiently. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck was the epiphany? Like, were you like, like hallucinating triangle schemes, you know? <laughs> Anyways. Um... I, this town has gotten really expensive. Not like giving you guys anything new. Someone recently told me they think that the that the um, Silicon Valley is a new Wall Street. So I'm just personally looking forward to the movie. <laughs> it's like the Wolf of Menlo Park. It's just a dude on a scooter. He's wearing a backpack and a helmet. <laughs> he's downing Adderall with his nine roommates. He's got in earbuds, but he's not listening to music. He's thinking about how to make those shareholders more money. Just think it'd be a good movie. Um, I'm glad to see some women here. Clap it up for the ladies in the house. What's up? Us women, we have to stick together, you know? A lot of creepy dudes out there. There are. And I don't just mean like in our government. (laughs) Like walking the streets, you know? They're just out there. I got roofied at a comedy show the other night. Dead serious. I got roofied at a comedy show. I'm okay. My boyfriend had already planned on picking me up after the show, so I wasn't completely passing in and out of consciousness until I was home. Um, 
But yeah, I got roofied at a comedy show and I finished hosting it. I was hosting that night in a blackout, slurring my words, but I managed to finish hosting it. And then my boyfriend came to pick me up and I like got in the car and I was like, hey baby, thanks for picking me up. Like slurring and, and doing a voice. He was like, dude, are you okay? And it didn't take him long to figure out that I was high on something, um, that I had been drugged because we get high together all the time. I love doing drugs. I don't recommend roofies. They're no fun. Uh, they're, they're awful. You feel really sick. Um, I was disoriented. I was lost in my own bed. <laughs> At one point, my boyfriend had to be like, it's okay, babe. I'm just online shopping. Like, showed me his computer screen because I didn't know, like, where we were, how we got there. Uh, but I do like doing good drugs. I love crock-potting is something I like to do. You do multiple drugs at the same time. Anyone else crock-pot in here? Yeah, because yeah. I like to stretch my brain on hallucinogenics like I'm doing yoga, you know? But I, I was tripping out off of it because I was like, you know what, I think you're a reflection of the drugs that you have. Because if you're a dude that walks around with a roofie in his pocket, it's because you're like a roofie. You're forgettable and you make people want to puke. Yeah. Uh, but the next day, I was like, babe, this is so nuts. Like, who would roofie the host of the show, right? Like, I obviously know people here. And he was like, oh, I'm sure he didn't mean to roofie you. I'm sure he was just roofing random drinks. Uh, yeah. I was like, excuse me, babe. I know I'm no spring chicken, okay? I might not be the average age of a roofie, but I'm roofieable, okay? People want to roofie this. <laughs> I told a friend of mine this story, and she's like, you've never been roofied before? I was like, no, should I have been? I mean, I got braces late, but <laughs> like, what the fuck? She went on to be like, it's so nuts that like you finish hosting a show, because most people coming up on a roofie would like sit down, they wouldn't want to talk. You kept talking. And that's when I realized like it might have just been my boyfriend. <laughs> he like ran into my comedy show, roofied my drink, ran back out like, I just want a peaceful Friday night. Because I'm loud, uh, is the thing. Um, fuck, what else was I going to say about that guy who roofied me? I'm determined to laugh at him. Pretty determined. Um, all right, well, fuck it. I guess I'll end there. Thanks, guys. Yay, but boo that you got roofied. That fucking sucks. That's, that's crazy to me. Never been so hungover in my life. Uh, uh, that's crazy to me. And I, I love that whole story. I think it's great. And I think you're a champion for actually finishing hosting the show. That's like awesome and hilarious and unbelievable. So <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I like I like that uh, the twist at the end. Like, oh, it was your boyfriend who roofied you. I thought it would... Uh, because you're like, oh yeah, he. Sh I thought he was just mad that like I, I like uh, did something without him or something like. Oh right, that I did yeah. without him. He's like, we always do drugs. What together. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like you thought he was pissed about that. I thought the twist at the end might have been that you. It was actually you who roofied yourself, because you were like, because you, once you started going to like, I could be roofied too or something mm -hmm. thing, and like some some crazy person thing to do. Uh, I think explain the crockpot thing a bit more. Okay. Just because it's there's something fun there. You like you can draw a parallel. Like if anybody's ever cooked at a crockpot, you just throw whatever in there and see what happens yeah, or something like that, that's right? That's cute. Uh, and then uh, something about like this guy that roofied you. Like what joke made him be like, oh yeah, she's the one. Because <laughs> <laughs> like what well, what is it that like keyed him in on you, right? A big that's vagina. Like, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He heard the click, 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 click joke, click, and he was like, "Oh, I, let me gear up right now." Yeah. Um, and then something about like you were saying that you're like lost in your own bed, and you're like, 
like uh you're like your your boyfriend was like shopping or something it's like i, I was thinking like something about like your boyfriend taking advantage of you but not like sexually more just like buying stuff that he wants and getting you to agree while he was roofing you were roofing <laughs> yeah. it's like it's, no babe you wanted the popcorn machine you yeah, said yeah. you're all about it like yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that that's, that's funny yeah yeah um you carry that that story out really well i loved it um what the one thing that kept popping into my head is where does the hostess of a show put her drink i was so leaving maybe, it everywhere yeah oh okay was, but, but maybe there's something there is what i was thinking oh yeah like a watch drink never roofies <laughs> so i was just leaving yeah. it at the end of the bar yeah 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 i don't know i don't know that's what, but that's what was in my head i was like so yeah. she got roofied where did she put her drink did you think about that at all so i should just mention no yeah because i was no careless. you don't need to mention it i'm just wondering if there's a joke in there i don't okay. know if there's a joke all right in there. cool but but it was just in my head the whole time good to know i like i like that bit oh sorry i i like that that's a great bit i was wondering about the uh, the braces reference was that uh is the idea there that they give you medication or that you you get um Put a, out no, I I mean I, this is random. People, like I um I was never cute until I got braces off. So I just remember that being like a change changing point in my life. Like oh, I misread it completely. Yeah. Guys I never you talked to me until one day I got my braces off, and then all of a sudden guys. Were oh, okay. So I misread it. I thought you meant like that they. I was gonna say if you get your tons like the closest you came to getting roofied was getting um, your tonsils out. Yeah, it doesn't or really make I sense. I didn't read it the right way. If, if you want to make that joke. Um, Super self-deprecating, uh, but I think that you, I think you have amazing uh, boobs. But you could say, when my braces came off, boys started paying attention to me because I never grew yeah. any boobs. So the, what other reason would they have to pay attention to me? I don't know. Something like I don't know. I'm sorry. It's not, the beautiful but, eyes. I I love the, the I loved your thing. I thought it was so deep that you can tell a lot about a person by the drugs they have on them. I think that's hilarious. I think it's amazing. Just because I have shrooms on me, which I'm like, oh, what does that say about me? But you could even do a little crowd work there and be like, What's reach out and say, what, yeah. do you, what drug do you have? And if you say weed, you're like, yeah, you know, but then like, who has, at the, it's just an opportunity for crowd work. Yeah, that's true. Like people with cocaine in their pocket just want to talk. Right, exactly. Yeah. You, and you can even make fun of, oh, you got coke? Yeah, you just want to talk all the time or follow me around all night or mm-hmm. whatever. Can I yeah. follow you around all night? Nice. Or, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Pam. You know that car joke I do where I ask people what cars they have? I think you should just do the same thing with the drugs. Um, and then like have your like pre-answers in your head that are funny and work. Yeah. Because um, your card work's always on point. Anyway, I'm sure you'd nail it. Um, also, two things you could add to the roofie joke. One is sort of I wanted to know, like, what do you do different now? Do you like carry your drink on stage and like in between your bra or like like chug it and then get like extra wasted anyway? Like, I don't know. There's all these places you could go yeah. with like what you do it's now. It's a challenge because I'm not going to stop drinking. Maybe you got like a flask <laughs> and you like put it right. Exactly. You know, after all this i decided to stop putting my drink on the counter right. like you know like yeah. fucking with people about that the other thing you could add which i was personally thinking and wondering if other people were um in the room where at the silence at the end of the joke you could say i know right now every woman in here who hasn't been refeated is, is doubting their looks uh-huh. like because i definitely was like whoa i haven't been refeated <laughs> that's proof i'm not yeah, pretty I, i've never been um, either so good. i'm a little so, jealous um yeah. We're not pretty enough, Pam, to get roofied. Um, I bet you've been roofied. No, I'm just oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's not like that. No, it's I'm totally joking. Jo- that's good. That's good though, too, for crowd like work. A, that could be very funny too. On, with you tell it, I bet you've been roofied. I'm doing like, crowd work funny. for yeah. you, girl. <laughs> you know, I was kidding, right? Um, last one is, um, I don't know what the category is when you do things like the click, click, when you do things with your body, your body comedy uh-huh. is like unbelievable. And I really love your, the way you did the scooter. Um, and I want you to keep going with that. Maybe it's the scooter and then you also do the Segway and then you also do like the self-driving car or something. Okay, cool. 
Thank you, Marcy. We don't have time, Ian. I'm sorry. Everybody, put your hands together for Alison Hooker. Yay, Alison Hooker. Yay. Your next comedian. He's already standing up. He's so excited to get on stage, take great notes, and listen to the jokes of Ian Levy. That's very kind of you guys. Um, just get into it, I guess. Uh, I was never uh, a very intelligent child. Like when I was a little kid, uh, I didn't know the word uh, cowboy. So I told my mom for Christmas uh, or for Halloween. Uh, I told her for Halloween I want to be a farmer with guns. Uh, uh, yeah, so my mom dressed me up as a Republican. So uh, like, oh, yeah, that's, that's so dumb. She didn't do that. Was, that. I don't want people to think that's a, like an attack on Republicans. There's nothing wrong with it. I just think no kid should want to be like a Republican or a Democrat. That's just if, it, if a kid was a political party, I think the only one they should be like a little boy should be libertarian. Cause like their whole thing is like no rules and everyone gets a gun. So like that's like that's like a little boy. That's essentially like the plot of a Frankie Muniz movie. So like that's as far as I'm concerned. Um, growing up, my family we never went to a church. Well, we went to we went to one, but it wasn't like a real. We went to the Unitarian Church. Do you guys know Unitarian Church? The whole idea is kind of like you believe whatever you want to believe, right? Which is terrible. This is stuff. No, I'm just saying. There's nothing wrong with being Unitarian, but it's weird when the idea is so like essentially. There'd be, you know, it'd be just like a church where there'd be someone uh, kind of like a pastor kind of up the front and someone would, could like stand up and be like, ah, my name's Frank and uh, I believe I'm going to heaven. And the pastor would be like, yeah, that's cool, Frank. Uh, that's good you believe that. That's, that's true and you're right. And then someone else could stand up and be like, well, I believe that Frank is going to hell. And the pastor has to be like, yep, that's also true and 100% right. And good job. <laughs> right again. <laughs> I thought that was funny to me. But the only thing I think is uh, I believe this is a waste of time. <laughs> that's my little, that's dumb. Um, I have a, a girlfriend now. Um, no, don't do that, please. You haven't met her. She's a terrible woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. She, I like her a lot. Uh we, uh, I think I'm learning through her a lot of my personal flaws. Like, I think I'm maybe too cheap as a person. Like, I was explaining to her that I don't like to buy soap uh, where the brand name is carved into the soap uh, because you're buying you're less soap. You know, when you get you, this, they are, I don't need the name. It's on the box. Why would I pay for soap that is, they've cut out part of the, I'm buying the soap. I'm not buying the brand name. It's okay. Maybe that's just me. Am I crazy? Is I don't want to buy. It says uh, L'Oreal. Yeah, fuck that, man. Is my family was always very like fruit. Like I never got like name brand stuff growing up as kid. Like like when I was a kid, my like I never got a super soaker. I'd have like the off brand. It'd be called like a really damper or something, and like it'd just be never worked very well. I never got cocoa puffs. We always had like off brand cereal. So I just get like a bag. It'd be called like puffy balls, and you're like, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> well, they're chocolate flavored, but yeah, still. Um, I'm millennial. People say millennials are the worst generation ever. Uh, and to that I say, have you met old people? Uh, you know, I'm just like, I'm not saying we're better. We're just definitely not worse. That's what I always say, right? Like, I, I, I think old people don't have it so bad. They claim they do. But like, have you ever talked to your grandfather about the first job he ever got? The story's always the same. He's always like, well, uh, I walked down to the bottle cap factory 
uh, to see if they were hiring, and they uh, made me the CEO every time. There's no, you know, the, he never has to write a cover letter or anything. If anything, you're like, there's no other part of the interview, and he's like, well, they did ask me what my greatest flaw was, and I said I loved America too much, and I was like, ah, you son of a bitch, that's not. The only way I think old people are actually better than young people is I think uh, old actors were more talented, right? Because like people go to movies to get away from their problems and stuff. And I think the problems were worse. Like, do you know how good you have to do uh, to be at tap dancing to make someone forget the Great Depression? Like, I was really good at tap dancing. For someone to be like, oh, I'm so hungry. And Fred Astaire's like, hold my daiquiri. And then just like someone nails some tin to his shoe. Okay, I think that's all my... T Every time I looked at you, you raised both of your eyebrows. And I'm just terrified. So, yeah, I don't know what that... Are you flirting with me or, t <laughs> or getting ready to fight? I don't know what's happening, but okay. Uh, I'm done. Uh, that's my time. Ian Levy, everyone. Getting ready to fight with everybody. I felt like... Um, and it was just in my head. I, I wanted to see you do it. When you started with the... I'm a cowboy, or not a cowboy, I'm a, I was just a farmer with guns, so I was a Republican. I wanted you to do like some little act out with finger guns, like pow, pow, yeah, or I'm, like. I'm really torn on that line, because I don't know if that's too preachy, because I don't want it to come off like I'm shitting on Republicans. Well, no, but just, just the finger guns will make what? it cute. <laughs> You, and I, I feel like you can do it. You talked a lot about guns in this set, but if there was like a little, even when you yeah. talked about the no, water no, guns, I, like I pow pow. I, I just mean more in my own thing. I don't, I don't know if I, if I like that punchline because I was trying to think of anything else to say like farmer with guns. It's not cowboy, but because, because I don't want it to. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, the way you went about it right afterwards did it took it all the po oh, politics okay, out okay, of it. Yeah. Because and then joking about them being a libertarian, you're not teasing any party. Yeah. Even though fuck Republicans, but yeah, it's yeah. fine that you don't want to yeah, say that. I'm a Republican. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Um, but no, you, you. I don't think you need to worry about that because once yeah. you, you dive it into the we're focused okay. on kids. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I guess I just I I hope that, that was the intention. I hope that's what's coming off. Yeah, okay, and you cool. you do a good job of like diffusing that stuff pretty well. I, the only other thing I could think of is if you did something about like a Democrat too, but even that might just be too long winded. I think that the Republican thing is good and short to the point. Yeah, I was trying to. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been playing around with it because I, I just don't like any comedy that's because in San Francisco to do an anti-Republican joke is like yeah we're all in the same yeah. like like we get it so uh, that, that's why I don't want it to seem too preachy. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, but uh, okay, okay, yeah. That's, I like the uh, I understand yeah. that the 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 thing about the the soap with the name carved in it. That'd be I like that. It's like. What if something else had like the name card to it? You'd be pissed into like a loaf of bread that just said like Wonder <laughs> Bread across the top, and all the crust was gone. You're like, That's what funny. the fuck is this yeah, all about? Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, and then there's always a like. I feel like you never see it anymore, but I feel like bag cereal used to be a way bigger thing, right? It's like, still around. is it? I don't. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I don't really shop. I don't, I don't really buy cereal in life. You yeah, I don't really buy cereal yeah, anymore. Out of the Safeway, you, like the poor. Wouldn't you think that Whole Foods would be doing more bag stuff, like uh, avoid more packaging? I don't know. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I don't Whole Foods know. talks a big game, but they're full of shit. Something I, in there about bag versus box. Was, I, I don't know. I feel like it just or it needs one more tag because the water guns was really funny, and then the cereal, and like maybe condoms. Maybe you have a silly name for off-brand condoms, like instead of Trojans. There. That, that was all stuff I was buying as a as a child. Oh right, so as I a child, you, yeah, there needs yeah. to be one more child thing. And, and trust me, as a kid, I did fuck, but uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just. Yeah, but he yeah, never yeah, used yeah, a condom, right? I really like to. I liked Marty. I like your idea about the bread there. I, yeah, I had sort of a thought I'm about literally writing the word bread down. That same joke. Uh, 
it may be too many little bits about that joke that I thought of. Uh, like, what do they do with the name? Like, uh, donut holes are the donut yeah, hole yeah. is taken out and they sell it. So maybe they're, you know, the, you like just the, buy the you name can buy the, the dial yeah, on the yeah, side, yeah, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a random thought. Thanks. For the first joke, you could say, oh, my little brother. If you want to bring Democrats into it, you could say, oh, my little brother um, was Bernie Sanders because okay. um, babies are bald. Yeah. Uh, like that. Okay, oh, yeah. Maybe too. And then the other thing is the um, Unitarian Church thing, I think, is like, hysterical and I I wanted so many more examples than you you only gave one like yeah, when people get yeah, up I wrote that today and I wasn't do people know what the Unitarian Church is well, you explained it okay, actually yeah. so that was per- okay. is that my phone sorry yeah sorry t- turn that off and <laughs> so it's perfect right um, okay. so like if you could add like I had sort of two thoughts you were homeschooled right mm-hmm. so maybe if you had already done your homeschool joke you could talk about how your mom's like well I think if Ian does his homework he's going to heaven or something yeah. and then I think about how church ladies have like passive aggressive tendencies around each other and maybe there's yeah. like a casserole war or I don't know I think you could go so many places with that and I hope okay. that you do oh okay well thank you very much the future is his put your hands together thank for Ian Levy also we're over oh, halfway through keep sticking fast um, if you guys also I'm looking for um, a host for happy hour at the end of the last day in um, October and then also I'm looking for hosts for the Saturday and Sunday open mics that are happening here at Mutiny Radio at four, from 4 to 6 p.m. So you come in the after the show today, uh, come in the thing and tell me if you want to be booked to host that would be great but right now uh, it's funny because I was talking about him today. I was on the couch with my husband and we were uh, loving our cat and we were just loving our cat. And I was like, there's this comedian who has a joke about hating it, about his cat hating And we talked about your joke at oh my, my boyfriend. I almost called him my husband, my boyfriend. And I talked about your joke and he was like, I don't know, man, spitting on the cat. So I, I'm going to see if you do that joke tonight or if you've retired it. Put your hands together, everybody, for Ryan Schooley. Holy shit, Pam really does not like that joke. I <laughs> I did the cat I did a joke about I'm not gonna do the I'm not gonna talk I'll I'll tell you later about it. Um <laughs> I have other things I wanna work on today. I uh I've been shopping for an engagement ring for my girlfriend. I uh yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. I um I went to the jeweler this weekend and, and I went up to the guy and I'm like, Hey man, I'm in the market for an engagement ring. Just want you to know though that it's important for my girlfriend and I that we have an ethically sourced diamond. That's that's what we're interested in. We want an ethically sourced diamond. And he's like, absolutely, man, we have some of those, but just want you to know up front, the price point for ethically sourced diamond, a little bit higher. And I'm like, what are we talking about here? And he's like, well, they started about nine grand, and I'm like, I will take your bloodiest diamond, actually. that's <laughs> If you could give me a diamond with a child's severed finger still attached, that would be excellent, actually. Save... <laughs> save a few grand there um yeah man fucking the diamond industry they're shady they're, they're they they pull some some shady shit to try to get you to to spend more money on uh rocks that aren't even that uncommon that you could make in a laboratory uh one of the things they always say is like hey you know you you want to go big for a diamond because you can resell them later diamonds are an investment you could trade it in for a bigger diamond later its value will go up diamonds are an investment and I think that is complete fucking bullshit I don't think diamonds are investments at all you know 401ks are investments diamonds probably not like I've never seen a rapper with a diamond grill and been like wow what a fucking investor right there that's (laughs) 
you go to your financial advisor and suddenly one day he just has a grill and you're just like, he's like, hey, you know what? You got a lot of money in foreign stocks and bonds. I think you should look into a little bit of diamonds in your teeth. That might help you out there. Um, talk about yeah man i gotta i gotta get the ring once i have the ring that's that's only half the half the battle you gotta plan out the proposal you gotta do something special uh, i was talking to a buddy of mine who uh who, who's married i'm like hey what did you do how did you propose to your girlfriend did you do like a surprise thing did you get down on one knee he's like no nah, i just just gave it to her and i'm like you just stood up and handed your girlfriend a ring. He's like, yeah, that's, that's all I did. Which I think is a level of casualness that's not appropriate for uh, an engagement proposal, you know? Like, like, I don't even know how you would propose to somebody standing up. Like, like you, you know, you're walking into the living room, just like, hey, babe, catch, you know, just. <laughs> um, hell yeah. I was uh, I was on I was on the bar the other day. I I overheard two people in front of me talking. Um, one of them, their mom was having some health problems, right? So the other person was like, "Oh, what's your mom's name? I'll pray for her." Which I just think it's odd that like we, you need to know the first name in order to pray to somebody. Like like the the, the higher power you're praying to is, is not going to know who you're talking about. Like like God's just up there listening to all these prayers just like, "Yeah, but whose mom is dying? There's a lot of a lot of moms are about to die. You got to be specific with this shit." I think instead of praying to uh to to first names, I think you should just pray to a social security number because then it's easily identifiable, you know, unique number. Like uh, God's up in heaven, just like, oh yeah, yeah, one one five two eight three three nine four. Thank you for being specific. That was a close one. Almost accidentally saved someone else's mom. That would have been, that would have been terrible. All right, guys, thanks. Ryan Schooley, everyone. I like him so much better when he doesn't do that mean, mean cat joke. <laughs> um, I really like that. Um, Investment joke, I think that also uh, I would mention a pawn shop because every pawn shop I've been by has tons of diamonds in it. And clearly it's not an investment because when you when you sell your ring to a pawn shop, you get like 10% or whatever. Yeah, There's yeah. got to be a tag in there somewhere about pawn shops since it's obviously not an investment. Yep, and sure. the only other thing I'd want is some sort of act out or like a quick run through of what's your extreme proposal. Like you've okay. got to take a ring and put it on your cat and send, put that cat in the mail and send it to them. <laughs> and then there's a sky rider that comes in and someone jumps out of mashed potatoes and they're like, marry me or something. There's gotta okay. be like, I think there could be something really funny. And then he's like, yeah, catch just to balance okay. up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Balance those. Yeah. For sure. Going off of Pam's point about the pawn shop is as good. It's something like, like you see diamonds, you don't see like bearer bonds in a pawn shop. Like <laughs> okay, nobody's yeah. like, Oh, I got to offload these quick. Like <laughs> get some cash back. Uh, I like the, the bit about the bloodiest diamond. That was a good build up. Uh, I think you need a little more build until you say like the, the it kind of does a quick jump to like the child severed finger still attached to it. Oh, okay, if yeah. you just, just some more imagery before that, I think we'll pat it up a little bit and make that land a little better. Cause that kind of comes quick. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I want a diamond that's like the color of blood. I don't just want a blood diamond, you know, <laughs> okay. not a Ruby, a bloody diamond. Like, yeah, it's like build up a little bit more cause I think it'll hit better. And then, sure. uh, nothing's good. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I, I liked the, uh, with the, I thought the blood diamond thing was very funny. 
Um, and I think the only thing I would change with the, instead of just saying you want it with a severed finger, I would just clarify before you say that, say like, if it, if I can get, you know, like 50 bucks off of it, I'll take it with a severed finger <laughs> yeah. okay. just to make yeah. it really, so, cause you want it to only be about the, the saving. So then, cause you don't want your personality on stage to be, you want a child to suffer. Okay, like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, um, or you could even like a tear soaked severed finger or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Really sad. Um, he only wants cats to suffer, not children. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I think there's a potentially, I don't know how, how interesting you are trying to do act out stuff, but I think potentially a funny act out of just the, uh, rapper having, having to have the diamonds actually taken out at the pawn shop. Yeah. I think that's funny. Where it's the only time where you go to a pawn shop with your dentist. Like, yeah. or, 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 I don't know. Wow. So yeah, something like that. For sure. Other comments? Well, know. he had, a, he has great jokes. Clap your hands together, everybody again Thanks. for Ryan Schooley. Yay. Yay. All right, moving right along. Two more comedians that get uh, comments, and then we're just going to run through the rest of the comics that are here. Thanks for sticking around, and please pay attention and be just as great an audience to our last two comics. Put your hands together for Paula Castro. Oh, man. Hello, everybody. I haven't done this in a while. Um, I'm Paula. Um I'm not nervous. Um, I've never been roofied before. Um, I'm referring back to a comic that mentioned that before. And then uh, somebody commented and said that maybe I've been roofied before, maybe because of the way I look. And uh, I just got this like two weeks ago. No, just kidding. But but I just wanted, I just wanted to say that to um, challenge you all to pay attention to what I'm saying rather than look here for the rest of my set. <laughs> yeah. Um, homemade. Okay. Um, I also got laid off recently. Anybody else? Woo! Exciting. That's why I'm up here. Um, I thought they couldn't fire, fe fire female engineers. We're like an endangered species. Um, I don't know where the joke is there, but there are very few female engineers, especially brown ones. Um, I'm single. A lot of people come up here talking about being proud about their relationships. I almost have one. Um, I think it takes probably takes about eight fuck buddies to make one full relationship. Okay. Um, or one partner. Uh, I used to go to SoulCycle a lot on my free time, uh, but now I'm unemployed, so I have no income. Um, then I found out also that one of the main investors supports Trump. So now I go to free soul cycle classes that instructors um, advertise on Instagram. Uh, well, there's no punchline there either. Okay. Um, anyway, that tells you that I had a really good life balance while I was working. Um, it didn't, it, w it hasn't been hard for me to go from 10 hours of work a week to none. Okay. Maybe that's why I got laid off. <laughs> Working in tech. Woo. So anyway, I don't quite have eight fuck buddies yet. Just just about. Um, so now that I'm unemployed, I've been focusing on my hobbies. Surfing, biking, yoga, being a cougar. <laughs> you thought I was 25. I'm actually 30. So 
I don't know, whatever, what's the age difference required to be a cougar? Maybe like Nine years. 10 years? Yeah, so I'm going for 20 year olds. 20 and 21 year olds. <laughs> um, my favorite one is, uh, not my favorite one. A recent one is one that moved from Argentina uh, and didn't speak English. Um, so I was the only woman he could talk to. <laughs> um, it was like going a soul cycle, except I sat in the saddle. <laughs> um, there's a joke that Marty you told the other night that inspired me. Um, except I made a joke. <laughs> I'm not gonna steal your joke. Oh God. Oh God. Look here. Just kidding. Um, um, my favorite Disney princess is Ariel from The Little Mermaid because she's always wet. That's right. I'm bisexual. My last relationship was a woman. Um, and I have to say, I cried more tears when I got laid off than when we broke up. Damn. <laughs> uh, so speaking of which, no one told me that when I turned 30, everybody was going to look like a drumstick. You guys know how in cartoons, whenever like the cartoon was hungry, all they would see is drumsticks? You have the equivalent, but like sexually. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. <laughs> okay. All right. I think, I think I'll leave it at that. Thanks. And it was hanging out on my lips. Bella Castro! <laughs> she does have a hot rack, everybody, on the, uh, on the radio. Just so you... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Is that massage? I just know you... Do. I mean, hey, Thanks I, for I can appreciate... me, Pam. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to objectify it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I wish that I had... Pam does it to me, too. <laughs> I like your tits, too, Marty. Thank you. <laughs> Although I don't think it was my joke that you stole. I don't know. I think oh, I have one about that. Sorry. So go Bye ahead and steal it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, the bit about you saying, like, uh, it was kind of funny you got Pam with the, like, the fake boobs thing. And say, if you do that to somebody again, just like, just kidding. I'd get him way bigger if I got him fake. Like, something like that. <laughs> uh, you said a bit, a bit about being, like, a female uh, brown engineer. Uh, you said, like, you didn't even know it was legal to fire you. Like, yeah, you went to, like, yeah. a civil attorney yeah, or, like, good. and okay. you're like, I want to file a wrongful termination suit. And they're like, oh, really? Like, what's your suit? What's so like, did, were you, like, a regular hard worker? It's like, no, but look at me. Like, give me a break here. Uh, look at this. I just had a funny a thought that uh, Soul Cycle is so expensive because women can't sleep their way into it because all the instructors are gay. Uh, <laughs> Something about that. Um, then you used the, the, you said like, oh, I'm not 25, I'm 30. And then you started talking about like a 10 year age gap. I was like, wait, so did you want us to think you were trying to fuck 15 year olds? Is that <laughs> what you were saying? I was confused there. Um, okay. But there could be something you could throw in there about that. Uh, just like, you know, like clear up the confusion. I'm not trying to fuck a 15 year old, blah, blah, blah. All right. That's, uh, all right. that's yeah, good. Thank you. you. Uh, yeah. It's uh soul cycle. Is that a, um, so I guess this would be, I don't know what it is, but it's a club or, or a, a workout place where you ride bike, basically? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say you could do like, I can't afford SoulCycle, and then you could do something about how they have cheaper ones on that advertise on Instagram or something. You could like, then I found about this free one, uh, riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Riding okay. a bike. That or sounds very much like a Norm MacDonald punchline. Um, um, I also, tagging off of what um, Marty said about the female 
uh, engineer, person of color, I was like, what happened to the company? Did it explode? Like, <laughs> what Like, what the fuck happened? Because that's, I, I can't even, okay. like, maybe they had to lay everybody off because a nuclear weapon fucking hit the place and nobody yeah. exists anymore. Okay, that's good. I like that. Yeah, I also, um, uh, building off Pam's comment, I think uh, you could even say, like, I'm more rare than, like, a real endangered species, like a, like a panda. <laughs> or something I don't know but I would I would okay. I would hasten yeah. okay. to, to add though that but you're okay. but you, uh, people of color are sort of endangered in our country right now anyway so you could even that's true that's, they're really in, yeah they're really maybe in danger maybe I could say something about having more babies as a <laughs> as a revenge that's funny <laughs> because I am Latina and I can do that yeah okay well nobody laughed at that okay well, you're people? the only one that can say it because I can't say it. <laughs> okay. <having> babies. <laughs> okay. Cool. Clap your hands together, everybody. Thank you. Yay! 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 That was not the right song to play. It was too depressing. Uh, this is really this is a great um, mic tonight, everybody, and thank you so much for all of your comments. Keep them going. For this is the last comedian we'll do with comics, and then we have three of that are just going to do jokes, and we're just going to laugh, and it'll be awesome. So stick around. But put your hands together right now for Jesse Kimball. So high one night, I spent an hour looking for the road. Alrighty. Well, this is a good height. This is good. Um, so, in case any of you are wondering, um, I'm not 17. I did not have to ask my mom to come here, but um, I don't have a car, so she might actually have to come pick me up after. Um, anyway, looking like a prepubescent boy, I definitely have a lot of interesting experiences. Um, I'm actually 27. Um, However, most people don't believe me when I say that. Um, anybody else here get carded for rated R movies still? <laughs> yeah, just me. Um, yeah, let's see. I mean, I am I am a hit with the ladies. I mean, especially when they're uh, you know 50 plus. Um, I'll be at the grocery store and I can feel multiple ladies looking at me, just thinking to themselves, oh, "I wish my son would do after school errands for me." And uh, you know, besides being a hit with the older crowd, um, there are, you know, some things that aren't exactly the best about looking the way I do. Um, there's definitely some things that I have harder times with, and, you know, one thing that I've, I've been struggling with for a while and it's kind of hard for me to get over is um, high school bullies. <laughs> I'm being real. Uh, true story, I was actually uh, walking back from a coffee shop a few weeks back, and I had you know coffee in one hand, some donuts in the other, um, just trying to you know enjoy my day. And off in the distance, I see trouble, and uh, trouble came in the form of five teenage boys stuffed inside of a Honda Fit. And uh, in case you guys aren't Honda Fit enthusiasts, that is a tiny ass subcompact vehicle. And uh, so these dudes were driving kind of erratic, coming towards me, playing loud music. Um, and whenever I see, you know, potential threats or, you know, kids who are trying to, you know, cause trouble, I always think about things that separate me from them. You know, all the grown-up street cred that will, you know, make me seem un invincible. Um, so I think about, you know, I have a job, I have insurance, I have no curfew. Um, I have a 401k plus a match, you know, all those things that high schoolers care about. 
Um, and so as I was walking back to my house, I hear somebody out the window shout, hey, bitch. And I was like, oh, shit. Did someone just call me a bitch? Uh, I guess if I don't look, maybe it's not me, right? Um, it's kind of like if, if someone shouts, hey, ugly, and you look, you ugly. Uh, so I was like, all right, well, maybe there's some other bitch, so I'll just keep walking. And these kids pull a U-turn, and now they're right next to me, and somebody leans out the window again, hey, you, bitch. And I was like, oh, God, I'm the bitch, aren't I? Oh, shit, I, I'm the bitch. And without thinking, I just kind of was in some like weird in-between saunter, run, walk type thing. Um, it's kind of like... Um, like a fight or flight situation. And uh, it's definitely survival mode because I do not want to fuck around with uh, any of those early bloomer 17 year olds, you know? Um, and whenever I get into those situations, I'm always gonna run because high schoolers, they do not, they do not have anything to lose. Uh, well, almost anything except for um, cell phone privileges, hey All right, that's it, thank you. Yeah. For Jesse Kimball. Um, so whenever you get the horn, that actually means you have a full minute left, just so you know. Got you it. jumped out pretty quickly after. That was just a thing. Um, you have re you're really good with the microphone. You're like right in there and super loud and Thank have you. really good mic control. I don't know if you have experience with that in the past or if you sang karaoke, but yeah. you're... I, I practice with a lotion bottle at my house, well, so I was ready. You're yeah. killing it. Um, and I'm wondering... I wanted more about being scared of kids. There's got to be a bunch of things that are specific and funny, but you get it yeah. to it at the end with what can you take away from them? But then there's got to be like, like, what are they going to do? Terrorize you with their, I mean, I guess they can be terrifying because they do have skateboards and they're, they're crazy little motherfuckers. But like, I don't know. Ian will probably have some great ideas for you. Oh, I don't know. That's setting expectations way too high. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was I was wondering, uh, w w did you run out of time, or is there more to the story? Because it seemed like it just kind of ended suddenly, the uh, uh, with the kids calling you a bitch, and then it, it just seemed like there was no climax. Right. Well, uh, the end of it was just kind of me sweatily walking, running away, and they drove past. So. Okay. Yeah. Then in that yeah. case, I with with I'd say it's. I think it's a compelling story in the sense that I wanted to know what was going to happen, okay. so I'd just make up an ending of um something i mean maybe if you don't you could like you could be the one who like you could in the story say like you yell out at them well i have a 401k and then yeah. they're like well we don't we don't care like, yeah or they don't know what that is or something like that but i, I thought it, it it had like um your story had actual like structure and i felt like it was going somewhere and i think you're on the you're on the right track i think just yeah keep working at it cool. uh personally at home i practice with a toothbrush so you know if you ever want to up your game from yeah. a shampoo bottle i'd say work with a toothbrush but um yeah i, I thought it was good it just yeah keep working on it cool yeah, uh, one one quick comment I had on that too. Maybe I don't know if you go to a therapist, but you could maybe talk about like, yeah. And after that happened, I talked to my therapist, and he just laughed at me. Yeah. Or something that kind of self-deprecating. Sure. 
Well, I did text my friends after that. I was like, I just called a bitch. Guy just got called a bitch by some 17-year-olds. <laughs> At the time, it was a bit painful, but, you know, looking back, it's it's a good story. So. Well, you know what might be funny is if you, you mention that as part of your story, say, oh, I got called a bitch by some 17-year-olds, and then if your friend said to you, well, that's because you are a bitch, or something like yeah. that, just to make it, like, have a yeah, full you know, circle. kind of ending. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to go that way. Yeah, you can, sure. you know, don't have to always be self-deprecating. He's... Seem like a very uh, cool guy. He looks like really <laughs> nice. But you're also you are but you're a highly unthreatening looking person. You do not look threatening at all. So I yeah. wouldn't expect <laughs> like yeah. for the radio for the radio audience, he looks like Ian's younger brother. That's yeah. why Ian wanted to say that like anyway, I would uh, I was gonna say about your story, like you re- like you walked away, you like you doubled your pace, you were all sweaty and nervous yeah. and they drove off. Uh, and uh, you would tell your friends, yeah, I didn't turn around because I ain't no bitch, yeah. you know, even though you were, like, running and, you know, anyway, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one, other, one other suggestion. If you want to just be, I, it might be funny if you just, in a story, you just fight the kids because there's something <laughs> funny about you just beating the shit yeah. out of a bunch of 17-year-olds. Yeah, I think so. that's just, I like that, but I just think it's not that believable. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I, with, with, with comedy Maybe bits. Maybe like take out a knife or something like with a weapon. Who's a bitch yeah. now? Yeah. I'll get back in the kitchen with this. Honestly, with bits like that, you kind of have two choices because it, you either tell something that you want the audience to believe or if it goes so ridiculous that it passes the point of people caring. Like if you break their suspension of disbelief so much, then like if it's like a really zany thing. Like, I don't know if that makes total sense, but... Um, <laughs> So you're saying make it realistic or, no, or make it really real or make it really fake? I'm saying if you kind of like, if the audience is, as long as the audience knows, then they won't care. So if like the audience knows, if it feels like realistic and you keep it realistic, that's fine. Or if you make it super crazy and you end up like murdering one of the children. So, I mean, or, or driving away in the Honda Fit by myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You steal their car or something. I mean, that's so ridiculous that they would know you're lying, but the audience would just kind of go with you on that ride. That, sure. I don't know if that totally makes sense. Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, like, I mean, just know what you're doing with intention. Cool. Super funny stuff. Put your hands together, everybody, for Jesse Kimball. Yeah. <laughs> That ends the comments portion of our open mic, but we still have three comedians left. How exciting. Yay. Uh, They're all going to do four-minute sets, and we're going to get started with the first one right now. Everybody put your hands together for Sean Riley. Oh, Mutiny Radio. What's going on? Uh, I, uh, I had an epiphany the other day. Thanks. That's... What? I don't look like a guy like a guy that can have an epiphany, just constantly wandering through life without never going. Aha! That's true. That's true. Uh, I realized why Elon Musk wants to go to Mars so bad. It's because his secret sexual fantasy is to asphyxiate on Mars mid orgasm. Okay. Uh, I uh, I think everyone's felt guilty for doing something. They've they've done something, made a mistake. They feel guilty about it. The most guilty I've ever felt felt is uh, when I cut through a restaurant parking lot to avoid an intersection. Have you guys done this before? I uh, and I it got me thinking of a great business idea. Right, you go to like uh, any intersection in L.A. and make a a restaurant, but you don't sell any food. All you do is sell like dollar. 
like otter pops or something and just let them cut through the intersection. Okay. Um, guys, why, you know, there's these meatless foods. Everyone's all excited about impossible foods now. I don't get why people are so excited about meatless chicken sandwiches when KFC hasn't been using real meat since 2003, uh, right? It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense to me. Well, yeah, now the, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll take live feedback. I will. I will. Um, all right. Student, student debt's a problem. Student debt's a big problem, guys. I think here's, here's what I can imagine for a radio ad like 20 years from now is, uh, you know, you hear these ads like, hey, we'll consolidate your credit card debt. We'll consolidate all your loans into one easy payment at a really great interest rate. I think in the future, you'll hear a guy on the radio like, hey, uh, do you have a dead grad student? We can consolidate the funeral and student loans into one competitive rate. Just call 555-DEAD-KID. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, my uh, Everyone's starting a podcast nowadays. You see this? A very, very saturated market. Uh, I feel like my friend spends more time telling me about his podcast than producing the podcast. All right. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm like, dude, when you tell me about it, like you should just record like this conversation and make it an episode because, um, you tell me about it every day. Uh, which got me an idea, a good idea for a podcast, which is, uh, how to stop annoying people. It's just different ways. It's a social podcast. Be like, Hey, uh, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Sean. Um, today we're going to talk about not being of talking everyone's fucking ear off. Um, it's going to be a 35 minute. No, okay. Uh, guys, uh, everyone wants to legalize prostitution now. That's a kind of a, a trend now. It's to legalize and regulate the sex trade, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Um, but, however, I think rappers who are, um, I, I think rappers need to really advocate for this and drive this trend forward because they are the industry experts. Guys, they're the. They're pimps. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, well, that was um, that was all my all my new shit, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could uh, I could riff for a bit. Um, thanks. Cool. I'll do. Actually, I'll, I'll do another one I've been working on. So Raytheon. If you don't know what Raytheon does, they make bombs. Okay, they make missiles. They have a partnership with the Girl Scouts which I think is just ridiculous, okay? Could you imagine like a Girl Scout in like uh, Raytheon? Like, all right, Susie, that was great. You uh, got the intel from the spy satellite. Great job. Your next mission is to push this button and bomb Iraq. Um, that was supposed to be the punchline. Uh, and, then, and then I could imagine like a badge. Like, good job, Susie. You get the... I bombed Iraq badge. Uh, I, you know, I get why they have this partnership, right? The partnership is supposed to be about getting more uh, women in the workforce, which I don't get me wrong. I'm like a ninth wave feminist. Okay. Like I'm fucking way out there. I'm a professional surfer uh, when it comes to feminism, but I don't know. I think they go. I don't let anyone, not just women, women, no one should be making bombs, guys. Maybe you're with me. I've been Sean Riley. Thank you so much. Give it up for your, uh, your host. Sean Riley, yay! You're an 
next comedian. He's been patiently here. He's a hero of Mutiny Radio. So clap your hands wildly for our rugby star and resident bouncer, Matthew Quirk. When the fire and the Jackson fire, I get high off funk. Uh, I'm not a bouncer. I'm just a local badass. That's all. That's all. Dude, I gave you that brownie tag for that, Joe. Why don't you use it, man? Come on. Damn. Uh, anyway, uh, in keeping with uh, how I keep the news going, um, you guys hear about all those deaths that are happening from lung diseases, from vaping? Yeah. Yeah, it turns out smoking's not that bad for you. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what fucking uh, that Impossible Burger is going to do to everyone's microbiomes in three years. It'd be great. Uh, so did you hear, uh, you guys remember Milos Yafanopoulos? Milos Uh He apparently is reporting how uh, he's poor now. He can't, he, can't, he can't put food on the table. And uh, that's just the invisible velvet hand of the market just fucking bitch slapping his ass. Anyway, whatever the market will twink, huh? Market will bear. He's a twink. I have to explain it for God's sakes. Um, uh, let's see what else. Uh, so Trump is threatening to start revoking and like limiting uh, food stamps. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Andrew Yang is promising me a thousand bucks a month. I mean, how do you vote against a thousand dollars a month? That guy's going to be president, man. I tell you what. People are like, oh, come on. What reasons do you really have for voting? A thousand reasons, motherfucker. I got a thousand reasons to vote for Andrew Yang. So there, people are like, they're pushing back. They're like, well, what's his stance on, like, I don't know, man, a thousand bucks a month, you know? What's his policy about, I don't know, man, a thousand bucks a month? Dude, that's it. I'm all for it. Um, <clears throat> so uh, let's see. Mitch McConnell. You guys know who Mitch McConnell is? Moscow Mitch, he's the, uh, you don't know who Mitch McConnell is? He's, he's a senator. He's the Republican senator. Yeah, no chin. Uh, anyway, uh, he's really upset about people calling him Moscow Mitch. He feels it's McCarthyism. But I don't see what the problem is. Uh, uh, McCarthyism was when America was great. McCarthyism. Anyway, he should be damn lucky it's not McCarthyism. Uh, we were executing Russian spies during McCarthyism. I do topical news. That's why I'm talking about McCarthyism. Uh, so, uh, Sarah Palin is getting a divorce. No hypocrisy there. Moving on. Uh, Trump is uh, not allowing... Bahamanian refugees into the country. Did you guys know about this? He's denying them from, you know, surviving the hurricane. He's denying them access to the United States. He's like, look, there's all these Bahamanian gangs. He's worried about gangs. How fucking racist, man. Those are bands. <laughs> Bahamanian bands. Uh... So recently in Russia, they passed a law that if you insult Putin, you can go to jail. And uh, that's good news, right? Because previously the penalty was death. Vladimir Putin. Did I tell you about vape pens? <laughs> Covered vape pens. So the, uh, the trans-Canadian 
pipeline in West Virginia exploded into a ball of flames. And uh, I just want to know, do windmills explode into a ball of flames? Curious. Yeah, Trump is still uh, arguing with windmills. And I, for one, think that someone should tell President Donald J. Quixote that fighting with windmills is a bad look. Too literary for you guys? Anyway, that was probably that last minute, huh? All right, thanks. No comments. But I got glue. Yay! Matthew Quirk, I do want to give you one comment because I thought about it the last time you did that joke. Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were the name of the two people who were murdered by our government for being so-called Soviet spies during McCarthyism. And it wouldn't be terrible to just mention Julius and Ethel because why not? It's already sort of there in the joke. Uh, just so that people actually know that it's real history. Yay, we murdered them. But we called it, they were said that we were, they were treasonous. But now we don't care because of money and I love your sets. Matthew Quirk, you last comedian of the night thank you so much for staying everybody put your hands together oh and after remember if you want to host uh, a saturday or sunday open mic for me come on in and i'll book you uh put your hands together everybody for dan lewis pocket full of sunshine silver haze white with a hardly girl thank you pam as usual i get uh, i get i'm brimming with ideas after listening to matthew quirk uh, making notes here. Instead of doing notes, I'll just do them right now. <laughs> I just, Mitch McConnell, it's true that he doesn't have a chin, but he also has a double chin somehow. He's got a double no chin. That's a real fact about Mitch McConnell. The other one is, uh, if I were running, I think I'd, I'd try to one-up Andrew Yang. You know, I'd do like the prices right. I'd, I'd give everybody a thousand and one dollars a month and see if I could beat him. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody, you don't remember McCarthyism, you're probably not going to remember prices right. All right. <laughs> no, the, about the vaping thing, I think like, because it took, it took us like 50 years to figure out that, or to be proven that cigarettes are bad for you, but for vaping, we didn't, it's like we didn't think so for a while. But of course, the same thing's going to happen. All the companies are going to fight it and everything's going to, you know, it's like, I think we need to presume next time that breathing in a whole lungful, lungfuls of anything other than oxygen is probably bad for you. We should probably just predict it next time. All right. Yeah. What was the other one? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the vaping thing, too. Is like it makes me glad that I stayed the hipster route, you know, and I stuck with the analog cigarettes, you know? Yeah, you're not, you're not really smoking unless you hear those crackles and pops. That's a, a record joke. These are uh, they're, uh, t- a way of listening to, to music that used to exist. Okay. <laughs> no, my mom, it was weird. Yeah, people didn't used to know smoking was bad for you. It was so weird. My mom, this is a true story. My mom... She was talking about how she quit like 15 years ago smoking, and she said to me, uh, oh, yeah, I smoked for uh, 35 straight years. And I was like, wait a minute. I did the math. I was like, that, does that mean you smoked when you were pregnant with me, Mom? And this is exactly what she did. She goes, I cut down. <laughs> That's what she said. Can you imagine how smart I would be right now? I'm only an average chess player now. I would be amazing. I'm glad I don't have flippers. That's all I'm saying. All right. Oh, what else? I was going to talk about the, uh, I'm just riffing on jokes. No, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I was going to talk about the, uh, no, no, like movies now, and you go see a movie, uh, or used to go see a movie, you used to say, based on a true story, you know? And now, now sometimes when you go, it says, inspired by true events, right? That's, they're like loosening the criteria, you know? It used to be like based on it, and now it's just inspired by it. And it used to be a story, like a series of events, and now it's just events 
I don't know. Like, it seems to me that everything in the entire world, every story is inspired in some ways by some true events. You know, I just feel like it's too loose of a, of a criteria. Like I read that Godzilla was inspired by the atomic bombings in Japan, like this big monster destroying cities that was inspired by that, you know? But if you went and saw a trailer for Godzilla and it said inspired by true events, you'd be like, what the fuck? When did that happen? I got to read The Guardian more often. What else was I going to do? Okay, thank you. I only found out like pretty recently that uh, the phrase Netflix and chill had a sexual connotation to it. I didn't know that. I'm out of the loop, you know, and I just took it at face value. I just thought it meant, you know, exactly what it says. But, uh, you know, I found out it was, a, and I realized, wow, I've used this so many times. I've told people this and I, and, and they know I live alone, you know, I'm just like, yeah, sorry. I'm going to go home tonight to Netflix and chill. <laughs> yeah. I needed this night real bad. You guys, I'm all backed up. The, you know, the cue, the Netflix cue. All right. <laughs> no, but, like, it's not a good euphemism because, like, it, it's too common. Like, watching Netflix and chilling out are very common things to do. So that those things don't make good euphemisms. You know? like, but now we have to come up with another phrase that actually means staying home to watch Netflix and chilling out, you know? You have to be like, oh, sorry, uh, the girlfriend and I can't make it tonight. It's, uh, it's going to be all ball gag and bukkake for us tonight. Just uh, just uh, hanging out a night, nice night at home. Anyway, thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Smoking on Yay, Dan Lewis. Ending on a Bukkake joke like a professional. What would I do? Oh, yeah. Right. That was awesome. Uh, thank you guys all so much for being here tonight on Joke Workshop. If any of you would like to host an open mic for me on a Saturday or Sunday from 4 to 6, come on in the studio. I'm booking people right now. But thanks, you guys, so much for being here. You make the show. I really appreciate it, especially people who stayed at the end. Ian Levy, Paola, your new friend. Um, trying to remember what your name is. Kimball. Kimball. You're uh, lovely. Jesse Kimball and Sean Riley. Or you're just a regular person. Oh my God, you just rot a regular person. You could, you're too, you're way too hot to be a comic too. Don't worry, don't start. Uh, Cop your hands for each other. Yay, bye. Pocket full of sunshine. That's right, I'll smoke today.
police authorities and my mother and old folks used to call them midnight disturbers because they would walk the street talking about their lost love. Some girl and put them down singing the Yamacraw blues. And I heard this music. Deep within her heart, you see. 